Welcome to Carlos's Blend, the show about business, life, and taxes. Well, if you don't know, I'm an enrolled agent licensed by the Department of Treasury. And uh, for the last um, eight to 10 years, I've been helping people solve tax problems. Um, this brand new show, I wanted to come out on a monthly basis and kind of give you guys updates on what's happening with life, business, and taxes. Uh, uh, for the longest time, all I did was talk about taxes, but we all know taxes affect all parts of our life. Um, today's a big day because um, a couple of things. Um, earlier I was talking uh, I was talking to Ma uh, Matt, our show producer. Um, yesterday I celebrated my 55th birthday, which is a very um, big milestone. Um, kind of made me um, a time to reflect. And um, this morning I actually um, poured a cup of coffee. Obviously this is Carlos's blend, you gotta have a cup of coffee. And um, um, it, it was a perfect birthday other than the big Navy loss that actually happened on Saturday. Army-Navy game, I'm actually, um, as you guys can see, I got my Navy cup here. Um, the, they lost on Saturday, and for a lot of you guys that have been following me, you know my son went to the United States Naval Academy. So we've had the pleasure to kind of um, go through that experience and even got to uh, attend a big game. Um, I believe that was 2018 we had um, – or was it night? It was a couple of years ago. We actually attended that football game. So to watch them lose on Saturday, that was the only thing that kind of uh, put a damper on the weekend. But hey, 55 is a good time. Um, and again, if you guys have not gotten this book, I want to make sure you guys go pick up this book. Um, Never Give Up, the, the book I did with um, Dick Vitale and um, also the author of um, How to Make the IRS an Offer They Can't Refuse. And um, today's topic is actually... The topic that I talk about that were the inspiration to both these books, um, the topic is non-filers. Um, as many of you guys have heard uh, and I talk about, the reason that topic is so special to me um, is that I went eight years not filing my own income taxes. Um, th that's, a, th th that's a long time. And um, as I talk about in these books, you know what, what caused me to get into this industry and helping people with their tax problems was the tax problems that I went through personally um, and the tax problems I brought into my marriage and um, which those same tax problems that came into my marriage that eventually got resolved led to the formation of my company, Tax Debt Consultants. Um, you know, what about non-filers? Um, if you guys are listening to this, um, you know, right now there's roughly between 30 to 38 million non-filers, um, um, at least that we believe there is. Obviously, when you have um, people not filing their taxes, it's hard to determine, you know, how many non-filers there are. But the government kind of believes that's roughly the number right now of people that have gone multiple years of not filing tax returns. And, and here's the thing to understand is that if that has been you, and again, you might be listening to this, uh, whether uh, on a podcast, sitting in your car or watching me on YouTube, um, you know, being a non-filer, the, the scary part about this is it's a secret that most of us don't talk about. You know, who do we talk about? Um, you know, who do you bring up um, that you haven't filed tax returns in years? Um, do, do you go to your family member? Do you go to your friends and say, hey, um, just wanted to let you know I haven't filed my taxes in eight years. Um, it's a secret that we we keep. 
In fact, in my 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 original my first book, How to Make the IRS an Offer They Can't Refuse, I call it um, the mafia has this term, and you may have heard it if you if you're in the mafia movies, the law of Ormerta. And what's Ormerta? Ormerta is the concept that when you're in the mafia, uh, it's you don't talk about the mafia. It's a secret. It's a secret that no one gets to know about except people closest to you, part of the family, the mafia. And being a non-filer, it's very similar to living by the secret because it's a secret you don't share with anybody. You don't. Um, in fact, you know, when I went the eight years of not filing, that was in my 20s. It wasn't until my almost my mid to late 30s that I actually dealt with it because I didn't know who do you go to the, to talk about not filing your taxes. And um, the only thing really that caused me to really get it settled, well, there was actually two parts. Part, the first person, the first organization that caused me to start thinking about I had to do something, it wasn't the IRS, guys. Um, and here's the interesting part. Um, it was the state of California. It was the state tax agency. They were the first ones to reach out to me to kind of, they started questioning, sending um, emails or not emails, but letters. Um, this is back before emails, really. Letters saying, hey, we haven't seen a tax return from you um, and we know you've been working. What's going on? And um, when you get that type of a letter from a government agency, you know you've been caught. And the thing is, you know, this all happened back in the um, in the 90s, pretty much, um, early 2000s. Nowadays, they're catching you quick, right? Everything's electronic, right? I mean, you can't do a, um, a financial transaction without using an ATM card, a bank statement, Zelles, things like that. So the government knows everything that's going on. And when you're kind of caught in this situation and the government knows about you, you're going to have to deal with something. For me, it was the state of California that did something, you know, and I'm kind of just sharing my story right now. We're going to dig deeper into this, but I want to share my story. For me, it was the state of California initially started my, okay, I'm making, I'm going to have to deal with this. And then finally, what eventually I had to finally do something. Um, I met my, um, my new girlfriend. I mean, we became my fiance and then we actually got married. And as I talk about in the books, I got married and never told her that I actually hadn't filed my taxes in years. And, um, you know, in an effort to, to protect her from my, um, bad financial dealings with the government agency, I had to do something. Um, and I'm going to talk about what I ended up doing and how what, what you guys can do if you know somebody in that situation or know somebody that um, is uh, possibly, or heck, it might actually be you. Not only if you know somebody, if it's actually you. Now, one of the common, um, common things, um, uh, there's four things that we all need to know about this topic. You know, the common reason, reasons people don't file taxes misconceptions about uh, people who aren't filing taxes, um, how you're impacted by not filing your taxes, and then what to do if you're kind of caught in that, um, caught in that um, situation. Now, here's the thing. Why don't people file taxes? A lot of times, it's sometimes it's, it's accidental behavior that just kind of gets out of control. And in my situation, at the time when this was all going on in my life, I was working, um, you know, an EMT paramedic, or as my daughter likes to call it, an ambulance driver. Um, I was an EMS worker, 
and um, was started working with the, the local ambulance company here. And I, I was working a lot of overtime back then. Um, I was, if I remember right, 19. Um, so I was 19 years old working all this overtime. And I remember the older guy um, that was in the ambulance had told me, you know, and when I say older, I think he was probably in his early 20s. I was like, Carlos, why are you working so much? And I told him, well, I got to make some extra money. It's Christmas time. Um, and here we are at Christmas time, right, guys? So it's Christmas time. So I was working all these extra overtime shifts, 24-hour shifts, so I could make that extra money. And he's like, well, if you just claim 10 exemptions on your paycheck, you're going to get a bigger paycheck. You don't have to work as much. Well, I did that. And I claimed those 10 exemptions. Um, and this is one of the one of the reasons why people kind of get themselves in trouble. They'll claim those extra exemptions so they can get a bigger paycheck or so they don't take so much money out of their bonus check, things like that. Well, I did that. And then when it came time to file taxes, you know, a few months later, I filed, I, I prepared the tax returns and then realized how much money I owed the government. And I couldn't afford that because I didn't have the money. So what I did is I just didn't file the return. Now, the reason I didn't file the return is because I didn't have the money to pay them. Well, guess what? The government, and, and, and this is very common with government agencies, they never catch you. They don't catch you that, you know, a month later, two months later. I think if they, if they could catch you that fast, uh, this wouldn't be such a big issue. But in my case, I they didn't say nothing. And I went throughout that entire year, never changed those exemptions on those paychecks. Um, my lifestyle started getting um, wrapped up into that bigger paycheck I was making on a monthly basis. And then here we are the following year, it's time to prepare taxes again. And there we go. I got a bigger balance. You know, that bigger balance just starts to um, build up. And I'm like, well, I can't afford to pay this. You know, and if I can't afford to pay this, what don't we do? We don't file the tax return. So, and literally I did that year after year for eight years. And then next thing you know, it's this small little snowball, this small little snowflake turned into a snowball and it's out of control. And I didn't know what to do. You know, but our producer, Brad, shaking his head. It's just because it's terrifying. You just have no idea what the heck, what am I going to do here? So, and and I talked about what happened with me. It just, it, eight years before either the IRS or the state of California any agency mentioned anything to me and I'm just living the good life, spending the money, you know, and, it, and it's interesting. I was just reading, a, um, I love reading celebrity um, tax problem news on the internet. And um, there's a, if you guys want to do something fun, just type in celebrity tax problems. You'll see all these celebrities having fun with all their extra millions of dollars and not filing taxes. And, and again, we're doing the same thing, maybe in just a smaller version of it. And that's what I was doing. I was in my 20s, had a bigger paycheck. I remember getting a bigger apartment. I, I remember getting that brand new Nissan hard body truck. Um, I, I was living the high life. I, 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 people loved hanging out with me because I had extra money. Problem was, I wasn't spending my money. I was spending the government's money. And that's what a lot of people don't, um, don't understand. That extra money that you're getting does not belong to you. It belongs to the government. Yes, we can go back and forth, you know, whether... They should be getting so much, and that's a totally different topic in itself. But the government has to collect taxes, and we're supposed to pay our taxes, and I'm, I wasn't paying our taxes. So, yeah, again, why don't people do that? Common issues like that. Um, another um, reason is that sometimes people 
have bad things happen in their lives. There's been many cases over the last, um, this last year, I had somebody that, um, you know, their spouse passed away. When their spouse passed away, you know, the last thing in their mind they were thinking is about, I got to file a tax return. And by the time they get, they're getting over, um, getting over the death of their family member, it might be a couple of years down the road. So they're going two or three years not filing taxes. Um, another big issue is um, there actually are people that are hiding their income. You know, people that are self-employed um, and just not reporting the income that they're supposed to be, um, that they're supposed to be reporting. Now, the government is starting to rein in on this dramatically on self-employed people. We've all, all heard the stories of the IRS um, going to start issuing uh, or companies are supposed to start issuing 1099 notices if you make more than $600. You guys all have been hearing that news. Um, uh, it was supposed to happen last year. Um, they delayed it. Then it was supposed to happen this year. We just heard it got delayed again and it's supposed to start next year. So the government, what they're trying to do is just rein in on people making making money under the table, getting paid cash. Um, they're making individuals that are reporting or spent or paying people report that money to the government so they can catch you, in essence. So these are just a couple of um, people can afford. Uh, I'm just taking a look at some of my notes. I want to make sure I, I don't miss anything. Um, again, um, you know, people. Oh, here's another thing. People don't realize that they need to file taxes. Um, you'll be shocked how many people think they don't need to file taxes, so they never file taxes. And I think maybe this is a, a combination of just our bad educational system, not teaching individuals. I, I just had this young kid, you know, 24, 25 years old, had a job working. Um, you know, he didn't have parents that were, you know, on top of him. It's like, hey, when you have a job, you got to file an income tax return. Um, I don't think they even teach you this in high school that, you know, when once you start working, you're supposed to file a tax return. So you believe it or not, you'll be shocked how many people I know who are young individuals getting out of high school um, that have gone two or three, four years not filing a tax return, not really realizing there was an income tax return that they're supposed to file. They're like, oh, I thought I just got this form at the end of the year. Not again, not everybody. It sounds like, um, well, that's dumb. Well, maybe for us, it's dumb because you know, we've been around it and we know about it or we've seen our parents file their taxes, but not everybody lives in an environment where they're teaching you how to do this stuff. So those, those are just some common reasons people don't file their taxes. So, and also I know um, Matt is looking at um, um, questions that might be coming in. So he may pop in a question. If you see a question coming in, Matt, just let me know. Uh, be happy to answer it. But um, the next thing, um, here's some misconceptions of why people, uh, pe uh, misconceptions of people who aren't filing their taxes. A lot of people who haven't filed taxes in years think that the IRS doesn't know that they exist. And actually it's the number one reason people, when they come to me and they're talking to me and I say, well, why haven't you done anything? Um, uh, and here's a statement they always, always use. Well, they haven't done anything. And I don't want to wake up the sleeping bear. They actually use that exact statement. I don't want to wake up the sleeping bear because they haven't said anything. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, they know you exist. They know that you haven't filed taxes. They know that, um, that, you're, that you're working or you're getting a W-2. Because um, I just had a case of a couple of days ago, we had a guy 20 years of unfiled returns. 
And the government had a list, at least for the last 10 years they did. That's what I can see initially. Of every W-2, 1099, um, the, the, he actually owned a house. The mortgage interest he was paying, everything was listed in there. So they know that you exist. They may not have the resources at the moment or at the time or the, the last few years to reach out to you, um, but they know you exist. So never feel that the government doesn't know you exist. Here's another thing, What an, another major thing too that a lot of people don't have or a misconception is, and this is especially if you live in a state that has a state income tax, you know, California, um, uh, uh, there's only a few states that don't have income taxes, state like Nevada, Florida, Texas, Washington, um, and those are just a handful that do not have taxes, um, state income taxes. So if you don't live in those states, but live in a state that does have a state income tax, like I live in California, one of the big things that you're not even thinking about is the potential problems that you're going to have with your state. Because with the state, here's the scary part, guys. What I have seen the state, especially the state of California, and I'm going to talk specifically about them. And a lot of the other states are very similar. So just assume that they, they would be doing something similar. The state of California, one, will come after you faster. Two, they will actually make up a number just based on your occupation of taxes that you owe and start collecting and taking money out of your bank account based on a, on a fake number. And you may not have ever, ever worked. And I'll give you a perfect example. I actually had somebody that was on disability for three years but was work, but had a job prior to the disability. Well, they weren't working. They weren't even getting disability. When I say they were disability, they were just disabled and weren't able to work living with family members. Yet the state of California said that he had a six figure tax bill. But here's the interesting part. He never even worked. They just assumed that he was still in the occupation that he worked at one time. And then based the, 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 the years that he hadn't filed on that occupation and came up with what's called an occupational tax assessment to determine how much taxes that they owe. So now we have to go through the entire process of proving they never even actually um, worked or earned that income so that they would stop taking money out of the bank account. And, and we were actually in the process of getting money out of a bank account. And then I'll give you another story very similar to this. I actually had a, uh, a gentleman from the Philippines called me up. Um, he had just moved to North Carolina. And when he got to North Carolina, he put pretty much his life savings in a bank account. And within a few weeks, it was all taken out by the state of California. So he calls me to say, you know, I don't know why the state of California just took money out of my bank account here in North Carolina. And what we ended up finding out is that 20 years previously, he lived in the state of California, was working as a nurse, and his visa had expired. So he moved back to the Philippines because his visa had expired. So, but he always kept his California nursing license active. He wanted to keep that active because he had the intention of someday coming back to live in California. He never came back to California, but kept that license active. Well, when he eventually came back 20 years later, he's living in North Carolina, starts working a, as a nurse. The state of California actually, again, as I mentioned earlier, levied his entire amount of money that was in his bank account. And what we had found out was the state, 
the state of California knew that he was uh, filing taxes as a nurse up until he left for the Philippines. He kept an active real estate, or, uh, real estate nursing license for all 20 years. So the state of California just assumed he decided not to file tax returns for 20 years. And they made up an assessment for each year for 20 years. And they had that balance due for him. So the minute he opened up the bank account in North Carolina, they actually took the money. So we had to go through the process of showing them that he never worked in California, that entire 20 year time frame that they claimed that he had actually not filed a return. So we went through the process and we actually got all his money back. But here's the thing, guys. It took weeks to get his money back. It took the money he had to pay to hire somebody to represent him, to go through this entire process, the time, the stress, the agony of dealing with this problem. So that goes back to one of the misconceptions. You got to deal with your state and be afraid of the state because if you're not filing your tax returns, in fact, when I deal with somebody that doesn't have filed tax returns, I say the number one place I'm dealing with, if they're in a state income tax, I got to file a power of attorney with the state of California or your state because I need to know what's going on there because they could be coming after you much, much faster than the IRS. <clears throat> uh, another misconception that you cannot or that you can or can't go to jail for not filing taxes. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. You can go to jail for not filing taxes. You could owe the government millions of dollars of taxes. They can't put you in jail for owing them millions. They can put you in jail for not filing your taxes. Very common. Let me back up. Very common more for somebody who the government wants to make an example of. Not for the average everyday Joe. More than likely, the government just wants to get them back into compliance. But... If the government wants to make an example of you because you haven't been filing taxes, they'll make an example of you and put you in jail for not filing your taxes. Now, one of the biggest celebrities um, that um, we hear about that went to jail for taxes was um, Wesley Snipes, action star. Um, he actually went to jail for a, a few years, not for owing millions of dollars in taxes, but not filing tax returns. Again, what are they doing? Making an example of them. You know, if you're a professional and you haven't filed taxes in years, be nervous. The government may, may want to make an example of you. But not filing a tax return can land you in jail. Not a common thing, but it can happen. So that's another misconception. Um, here's another misconception, and which is a good one. The IRS does not want all your tax returns. And this is a big shock for a lot of people. A lot of people just um, think, one of the reasons that they don't file tax returns is they think the government wants all their tax returns and that's not the case. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Here's the thing with the IRS and tax returns. If, you're, if you've been a non-filer, here's a, a, some really kind of rough rules. If you, file, if you have less than six years of tax returns that have not been filed, we're going to have to file all six years of returns. Less than six years, you're going to have to file those six years of returns. But if you're an individual who's gone more than six years of, not, of more than six years of non-filing, the government doesn't want all those. Earlier, I talked about somebody who had 20 years of unfiled tax returns. 
he had thought he had to file all 20 years of those tax returns to get in the good graces of the government and come back into compliance. That is not the case. The government does not want all 20 years. And he was shocked by that. All they want is minimum of six years to become compliant. That is the rule. But here's where you have to be careful. And here's, if you're listening to this today, and this is December 2023, December 11, 2023, and you're listening to this video, and you're hearing the six-year rule, and you're thinking, thank God, all I got to do is six years. Here's why you want to move fast to get this dealt with. If for some reason the IRS assigns a revenue officer to your account, they can ask for way more than six years. So if you decide, you know, I'm just, I've been putting this on hold, like this guy, he's been putting it on hold for 20 years, delaying, delaying, delaying. And all of a sudden you get a, your local IRS officer gets assigned to your account and we're talking to him. They have the right to ask for more than six years. Now that six year rules, a bye-bye. Can't use that rule no more. So Anything, if, you're, if you've been on the fence of dealing with this and you want to use the six-year rule, you need to contact us, contact somebody to start getting back into compliance. That way you can take advantage of the six-year rule. Because imagine if you're this guy, this 20 years, and the government says, we want the next, we want 15 years of returns. Um, that, that can get really ugly really fast. Now, one of the things a lot of people don't realize, even though I talk about the six-year rules, there are instances where we may want to file more than six years, but only if it benefits you. That's the only reason we're going to do that. So if it benefits you, how could it benefit you? Let's just pretend, um, and I'm going to make up a, a fake scenario. Ten years ago, the government said that you owed um, $200,000 or $100,000 for one tax year based on them filing a return on your behalf. You know, we talked about that. The government's allowed to file a return on your behalf. So they come up with a $100,000 balance 10 years ago. And then we determine, after analyzing your case, if you actually filed a return to replace the return the government filed for you, we could actually wipe out that liability or it can be dramatically lowered. Then it would make sense to file a return that's older than six years to help you. But again, we have to know what our overall game plan is before we do something like that. So uh, the other thing about the, uh, these, the IRS, I, I just talked about how the IRS doesn't want all those years. Uh, they want the six years. Here's the other thing. We talked a little bit about the state. The big thing, too, with the state account, uh, with most states, most states could want all years, depending um, on your scenario. Um, the way I work with the states, I will talk to them. I will ask them specifically what tax years do you want filed? And they will tell me which ones. And sometimes they can go back much older than six years, much older. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is um, what's the impact of not filing? And um, this is um, something that needs to be taken serious, guys, because what you don't realize if you're a non-filer or you know somebody that hasn't been filing is not filing not only can not, not only affects you financially, but the big thing is it can devastate your family, your friends, and your health and your life. Um, I talked about in my story that uh, for the longest time in my 30s, I thought I had a heart problem. 
and I was terrified about it. And, um, you know, uh, I, I would get like squeezing pains in my chest. And then for the longest time, I, 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 again, and I was a, being a guy, I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't want him to tell me I got a heart problem, which is stupid in the first place. Um, if you got chest in your pains, chest pains, you need to go to the doctor. I should know that being a former medical guy. Right. But what I finally found out was the stress of living the life of not filing was affecting my health. Guys, stress kills, period. Stress causes heart problems. Stress causes strokes. Um, and, you know, I, I live in a family that had that multiple family members have died of stroke. My mom had a stroke. Um, sometimes I say stroke is worse than death. It's like it's death, but living in your own body because you don't have control of your body. And not dealing with the tax stuff can cause serious, dramatic health problems. It can, it can create, create family relationship strains. You know, the most important thing in my life is my, my wife, my family. And here's the thing. I almost blew up that relationship the day I got married. Because I, she didn't know that this was going on. And I know there's a lot of you guys out there who are dealing with unfiled tax returns that want to get married or you're a spouse of somebody that's got tax problems and you're watching this and you want to marry somebody. I've got multiple clients in that situation today that are going through this. They want to get married, but one spouse has got this big problem. And here's the thing, guys, tax problems create divorces. It creates separations. It creates family breakups. Number one cause of divorce is financial problems. Taxes is a big financial problem. And here's the thing. It can be resolved. There's a game plan to, to, to solve this. There's no tax problem too big than not to be solved. And lastly, when you don't file tax returns, you're unable to qualify for certain benefits you deserve. You know what? You want to buy a house. First thing, when you buy a house, first thing they ask you is the last two years of tax returns. Can't buy a house if you don't file your taxes. You can't get healthcare benefits if you don't file taxes. A lot of people qualify for free healthcare benefits. The way you prove that you qualify, you got to file tax returns. And if not free, the government will pay a good portion of those uh, benefits. You can't rent a house. You can't buy a car. These are all things that are affecting you. You can't. Um, there's just so many different things. So these are some things that are impacting you by not filing. And then lastly, just to kind of wrap up this podcast is here's the thing. If you're a non-filer and I just said it, there's no tax problem that's too big. It, you can solve your tax problem, but here's the thing you can't do. Don't go to any tax person who doesn't have experience of dealing with non-filers because that can financially hurt you. Have a story to, to, to share that. The story is I had a non-filer come into my office and, and I'll tell you this, if you come to my office, I'm going to, here's what we're going to do. And I'm going to explain it and what I did with this guy. When you come to my office and say, I'm a non-filer, can you help me? I'm going to sit down. I just want to know what happened. Tell me your story. How did you get in that situation? Kind of what happened to me? Tell me your story. He told me this story. I gave him a game plan and I do this at no cost. Here's the game plan for your situation based on what you just told me. So I told him that and here's what he did. You know what? I'm going to try to save some money and um, I'll call you back. 
So what he ended up doing, he left and went to a tax person. It was one of the chain agencies out there that do taxes on the street corner. Um, and he took them all 10 years of their tax, the tax returns he hadn't filed, all 10 years. Guess what? He had all 10 years tax returns prepared. Comes back to my office, says, okay, I, I did my taxes. Now can you help me? And he brings in all, all his envelopes of tax returns that he had filed or he prepared. And I said, okay, you prepared them. Tell me you didn't file all them. He goes, well, yeah, the tax person told me to send them all in. Here's the problem. Four of those years, the IRS never wanted. Remember that six-year rule? They took the four years, $100,000 of extra liability on the four years of returns the IRS never wanted. So to save a few dollars, he created an extra $100,000 tax debt that the IRS has to collect from him. So he tried to save some money, but he went to somebody that doesn't know how to deal with non-filed returns, unfiled returns. So talk to somebody that understands that, like myself. You know, I started with, I was a non-filer for eight years. I married my wife. My wife um, um, didn't leave me. We ended up starting a practice. Um, she told me, why don't we help other people that have problems like you had? And that's what our business, Tax Debt Consultants, is about helping non-filers resolve their tax problems. And actually, you can't see her, but she's over here to the left and she's working on files right now on some non-filer files. So you have a couple that will understand you, that empathize with the situation that you're going in. And we have no judgment. We've, been, we've both been there. So all I got to say is that if you want our help, head over to taxdebtbook.com. Pick up this book, How the IRS, um, How to Make the IRS an Offer They Can't Refuse. Um, at taxdebtbook.com and you'll be able to see it on the links below. So pick up the book. When you pick up the book, you'll get the opportunity to get the book for free. Um, we sell it on Amazon. You're going to get it for free, um, the electronic version for free, and you'll get an opportunity to book an appointment to talk to me. Um, the, the other option too, you can always pick up the book, um, Never Give Up. The, um, this is my um, best-selling author book, and I talk about my story in this book too. And you can pick up that book too um, at the tale of no returns. Either way, just go to those books. And the last thing, if you go to my website, taxdebtconsultant.com, that's another option. You can just learn more about me. Again, guys, first episode of Carlos Blends of Business, Life, and Taxes.